Hope restored, hearts healed, lives changed. Here's another Relevant Radio Miracle Moment. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. Good morning, Martha. Thanks for having me on. I I just wanted to really build on something you said, Martha, um, from my own experience as a young man with parents who were in a lot of conflict, one who had mental illness, my mom. And I was raised outside the church. And I remember as a young man, I'm now 56, um, thinking, wow, this Catholic family I've met, they're so happy. And my future mother-in-law said that, um, well, faith is a gift. And I thought, ooh, that sounds kind of tough, because how do you get the gift? I thought, you know, gifts just kind of show up in your life. But human hope led me to simply ask for the gift of faith, and I received it. And seven years into marriage, I was baptized. We have seven beautiful adult children. But it's all because of the witness of um, my future mother-in-law and the way our hearts are made. Our hearts are made for hope and I and for faith in God, the one, the Father. And I and I asked for it and I received it. It takes time, but I just really wanted to kind of really just thank you for saying what you said and say that as I think about that sorrow in my life then and how it's just bloomed into so much joy in my life today, it's because of, you know, that poverty I felt I wasn't afraid to kind of ask for what I didn't have. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Help us change hearts and lives by giving a tax-deductible donation now at relevantradio.com or in the Relevant Radio app. Help us create more miracle moments with a tax-deductible donation to Relevant Radio. Help us bring Christ to the world with a financial gift of any amount. You can give on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. Or call 1-877-291-0123. At St. Mary's University of Minnesota, St. Jean-Baptiste de La Salle's transformative and holistic approach to education remains 300 years later. St. Mary's, our proud sponsor, honors De La Salle by cultivating intellectual, moral, and civic virtues with an education grounded in character development. At its beautiful southeastern Minnesota campus, students discover the truths in the world around them and their character within. More info at relevantradio.com forward slash Winona. This is Bob Atwell, founder of Nicolay National Bank. In the year 2000, I also joined with three others to found Relevant Radio. By God's grace and the generosity of our listeners, now broadcast the truth and the beauty of the faith across the whole country and beyond. And this strengthens and encourages so many souls. Thank you for your support of Relevant Radio and for all you do to bring people closer to Christ. Programming sponsored by Nicolay National Bank. More information about online banking and loans at NicolayBank.com. Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. To the radio station that supports you heart and soul. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. And uh, wake up, America. Buenos dias. It's Thursday, February 9th. Good morning and welcome back to the final hour of Morning Air. I'm John Morales along with Glenn Leverance and producer Sarah Tafoya. Thank you so much for joining us all across America, coast to coast here on the Relevant Radio Network and the Relevant Radio app. It's great to be with you as we continue with uh, day four of our Relevant Radio Give from the Heart Winner Pledge Drive. On Thursdays, uh, we always remember the institution of the Holy Eucharist on Holy Thursday by our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a great day to make a spiritual communion sometime during the day or make a visit that's even 
even better. Visit the Blessed Sacrament if you can. And again, thank you so much uh, from uh, the bottom of my heart for all the tremendous outpouring of love for Relevant Radio. Your support has been sensational so far all week long, especially yesterday. There were so many of those Irish Rosary, St. Patrick medals, and the Jesus I Trust in You books. They were literally flying off the shelves. Thank you again, but we need to keep it going. This is a new day here, and we're about 53% of the goal with only today and tomorrow to go. So this really is crunch time. It's the moment of truth. Again, we need your help. We're looking for 100 gifts from the heart this hour. A gift from the heart. We need your help to reach our goal it's $3 million by tomorrow, so the clock is ticking away, folks. Friday, 5 p.m. Central, we need to have a sense of urgency. So let's give from the heart. Let's do it. Let's do it in honor of the upcoming feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, our Blessed Mother Mary, who intercedes for us and always points us to her son, Jesus. This is what it's all about. It's about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen to the timeless words of uh, Relevant Radio co-patron and my hero, Pope St. John Paul II. Never hesitate to look to Mary, the mother of the Holy Family, and the mother of all mankind in the order of grace, as a sure guide amid life's challenges and trials. I get emotional when I hear JP2's voice, and uh, his love for the Blessed Mother is contagious. It's, it's, it's definitely affected me. I want to encourage you to open your heart. Give from the heart this hour in honor of the upcoming Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. Do it for your, our Blessed Mother. Make your pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app, or you can give us a call right now, this morning, this hour, 877-291-0123. Prayerfully, consider how much you want to give from the heart. Uh, if for whatever reason you can't do it, then please pray for us. We need lots of prayers. Speaking of prayer, we begin every hour here during the Pledge Drive uh, with the powerful Memorare prayer invoking the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, the Mother of God, to help us with this Pledge Drive, and she always does, and also for an end to abortion in our nation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, Despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, Nuestra Señora de Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn, and patroness of Relevant Radio, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of Relevant Radio, pray for us. And we always invoke the Holy Spirit every single morning when we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I want to bring in, uh, once again, our morning air team, Glenn and Sarah. Glenn, what are a few of the big stories that are making headlines here this hour? 
Well, still a very sad story uh, in the Middle East there, uh, Turkey and Syria, that earthquake along the border there, the death toll now 17,000, 17,000 in growing. Those pictures uh, just devastating of uh, buildings destroyed left and right. The survivors worried about the buildings that uh, they've been inhabiting not being safe. So folks uh, sleeping outside, sleeping in their cars. Of course, uh, electricity, gas lines disrupted. Hard to get help in there. A state of emergency has been declared by Turkey's government to continue for at least three more months. They've acknowledged it's uh, been a tough a tough go to, to rescue people and, and help those that are survivors. Again, that death toll uh, rising as uh, getting past that 72-hour mark that's so critical for rescuing people who have been trapped in a, in a situation like that. So our prayers uh, continue to need to be sent out to Turkey and in uh, Syria as well. And uh, elsewhere, last week, of course, the uh, big balloon flight, that intelligence balloon from China flying over the U.S. We've learned a lot about what they were looking at and uh, how they do that. Turns out it's a kind of a, a regular thing for the Chinese to use spy balloons. And it's uh, by no means the first time there have been four other incidents of spy balloons over parts of U.S. territory in the past, John. Well, there won't be any spy balloons flying uh, over the Super Bowl this weekend, which leads us uh, to uh, our reminder that we have a special guest here coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Glenn, uh, someone you know uh, quite a bit about, uh, the uh, great former NFL quarterback, Philip Rivers, eight-time pro bowler. Uh, he's going to talk about Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and the Eagles, and he's also going to share his love and his passion uh, for uh, his Catholic faith. He's a father of nine. He's now a high school football coach, uh, walking in the footsteps of his dad, who was a former high school coach. So uh, looking forward to hearing from uh, the great Philip Rivers, one of the all-time greats in the NFL, uh, who will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. That's 730 Central, 830 Eastern Time, Glenn. Yeah, no, uh, no balloons uh, over. Or they're not going to see much. It's a dome stadium, so uh, <laughs> in Arizona this this weekend, uh, and so they're not worried about that. But uh, I'm just thinking about being a high school player with uh, you know a pro bowler like Philip Rivers as your coach. I think you're gonna you're gonna listen up when he's instructing you. Absolutely. So uh, stay tuned. As always, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. We're gonna take a, a short time out. On the other side, we're gonna be joined by our spiritual director, Morning Air contributor Father James Kabicki, who will join us to talk about. About the upcoming feast of Our Lady of Lourdes and the annual World Day of the Six. So stay with us. There's more to come after this word from our very own Relevant Radio CEO, Father Rocky. This is Morning Air, your home for faith, fun, and news in the morning. It's always fun and it's always uh, a joy to be with you. Welcome back uh, to Morning Air here on this Thursday morning. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn and producer Sarah. Thanks so much for making us a part of your morning as we continue with day four of our Give from the Heart winner pledge drive. Thanks again for all your generous support. Every single one of you matters. Every single one of you counts. doesn't make any difference whether it's a big donation or a small one. It really helps our mission. And we only have today and tomorrow to go. That's why I keep saying this is crunch time, folks. Give from the Heart online at relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. It is super safe and easy. And when you do it online all this week, we're going to send you a special thank you gift. You'll receive a download of our brand new mp3 called he first loved us understanding the sacred heart of jesus by our very own father james kabicki who will join us here in just a moment our power scripture from the playbook of life this morning is from first corinthians 2 9 the apostle saint paul writes i has not seen nor ear has heard 
nor it has entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. This is what our spiritual life is all about. This is what our ultimate goal is all about, getting to heaven. Let's continue to persevere in the faith and run the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, our Lord. And we always pray with great confidence that prayer that Drew Mariani prays every afternoon during the Chapel of Divine Mercy. Jesus, I trust in you. Now, coming up in just a couple of days, Saturday, February 11th, is uh, the World Day of the Sick, an observation introduced by Pope St. John Paul II as a way for believers to offer prayers for those suffering from illnesses. This day also coincides with the commemoration of Our Lady of Lourdes uh, and is an important opportunity for those who serve in Catholic health ministry to reflect on caring for those who are sick as well as those who provide for them. Joining us live uh, is our spiritual director, Father James Kabicki, to talk about the significance of the miraculous apparitions of Our Lady of Lourdes and uh, the annual World Day of the Sick. Father Kabicki is a Jesuit priest, a retreat director, and spiritual director at the St. Francis de Sales Seminary in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, and a uh, longtime relevant radio contributor with his daily prayer reflections, as well as a contributor to Morning Air. Good morning, Father Kabicki. Thanks so much for joining us. It is a joy, as always, to be with you in this uh, next to the last day of our pledge drive. John, it's good to be with you, too, and all our listeners as we anticipate the uh, Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes on Saturday and a day that we also, since St. John Paul II instituted it, uh, he, he called it the World Day of the Sick, and it's a time to remember caregivers. And, you know, I often think of that not just in terms of, of nurses and doctors, but so many spouses and probably many of our listeners also are caring for a loved one at home. And uh, I, I like to think that, you know, one way that uh, relevant radio can be part of their lives is is the fact that the homebound cannot get out and so we go to them through the radio and offer them this good programming that we have. And so, you know, one way that we approach this World Day of the Sick is to uh, take care of one another by reaching out uh, through uh, the airwaves and, and with our love. No question about it. And uh, you yourself have been reaching out through the airwaves for a long, long time um, here on Relevant Radio and on our show. You've been uh, through so many of these pledge drives. Um, what does Relevant Radio mean for you, uh, Father Kabicki, and why should our listeners continue to support uh, this mission of Relevant Radio, especially at this time more than ever? Well, it's often been said uh, throughout the years that Relevant Radio is the world's uh, greatest, uh, biggest faith community. And that is certainly the case. You know, as I go around giving retreats and parish missions and talks around the country, uh, people will come up to me and they'll say, Father, I listen to you all the time. I hear you on Relevant Radio. And it's just amazing to me how many people around this country, as we say, from Maui to Maine and beyond. Uh, there's a listener in Ireland by the name of uh, Catherine Finnegan who uh, is is a listener. And I, I just, it's so heartwarming to meet people around the country who are part of this big faith-sharing group called Relevant Radio. 
No question about it. We really, really are a family. It's not just a, a, a slogan. Um, Father, uh, the, the 31st World Day of the Sick is coming up here, as you mentioned, in a couple of days, and it, it ties into the uh, Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, uh, which is such a, a special feast for me because I've actually been to Lourdes. I stood within feet of where the Blessed Mother appeared to Bernadette Subaru. Uh, why do you think that John Paul II uh, instituted this uh, this day? Um, of this World Day of the Sick? Well, because Our Lady of Lourdes is a great miracle worker. Um, you know, from the 1850s when she appeared to Bernadette and uh, ever since, there have been documented instances of physical healings. But I think what's so beautiful about Lourdes, and, and I was also there, I was able to celebrate Mass in the little grotto where Mary first appeared, and even I was able to enter into the waters. Um, you know, it, it's a place of spiritual healing as well. Um, when they have the Eucharistic procession toward the end of the day and the people praying the rosary, you can just tell that Our Lady is smiling upon the group and that there's um, not just uh, physical healing, but emotional and spiritual healings going on there. And I think as a result, Pope John Paul II said this would be the perfect day to remember those who are sick and perhaps feeling alone and abandoned, abandoned by God, thinking that God was punishing them because of their illness. And he, on the other hand, taught a great lesson by telling us, even with his own life, toward the end of his life, that sickness is not a punishment from God. It's part of life, and our bodies get weaker and diminish. But in the course of that, we can take our sufferings and take the crosses that that come our way and unite them to the cross of Jesus. And in that way, we can continue the work of salvation that Jesus began when he came to earth. Well, Father Kabicki, you are so blessed to be able to say Mass uh, right there at the Grotto of Lourdes. It, it's such a special place. I understand there's been at least 70 uh, confirmed uh, miracles at Lourdes that, that cannot be explained by any scientific uh, means uh, that have been officially declared as supernatural. I mean, the power of God to work through uh, the miracle of Our Lady of Lourdes uh, is just amazing. That's right. And, you know, it, it's, it's troubling to some people. Um, I'll give you an example. You know, St. Therese of Lisieux in the 1800s, her mother, Zélie, went to Lourdes, and, and she had great faith that God was going to cure her of her cancer when she went to Lourdes. But she was not cured, and she did not lose faith. She said, well, God has another plan for me, and he's going to give me, through this visit to Lourdes, he, he didn't give me physical healing, but he's going to give me the strength to uh, continue and to carry the cross that he's given me, that there's a greater good that he wants from my illness, uh, a greater good than, and than its actual cure. And so th- throughout history, you know, people have been healed, but others uh, have been given a stronger faith through their visit to Lourdes and acceptance of, of the cross that God uh, has, has given them, a cross that as we said, can work great wonders in the world uh, beyond uh, physical healings. And I believe that uh, Bernadette herself uh, said uh, uh, that the water was not for her. She understood uh, mm-hmm. this message that you're sharing of, of the cross. She understood uh, that uh, she was not going to be happy uh, in this world, but in the next. That's right. 
And, you know, Pope uh, Francis, every year the Pope writes a message for the World Day of the Sick. And this year, uh, his message, it's a quote, take care of him. And it's a word that the Good Samaritan said to the innkeeper in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. And with those words, Pope Francis is calling us to all take, all of us to take care of one another. And again, you know, I, I, I can't help thinking of how that means we take care of one another who are sick, but also that we, with relevant radio, can take care of those who are taking care of others, that we can help them be strong in their faith, as we talk about carrying the cross and, and enduring suffering, um, things that our, our faith give us, um, give us in order to uh, be strong in our faith, that relevant radio, you know, I think really plays a, a great role in uh, taking care of one another and taking care of those who are taking care of others. Just think of uh, all the people uh, who can't get out that are in nursing homes or even just elderly people in their homes uh, who aren't able to go to Mass, uh, who can listen to the Mass on Relevant Radio, can hear Father Rocky and pray along in the family uh, rosary across America or pray the chaplain in the afternoon with with Drew. Uh, It is really a a gift, and it's a way to tie into these infirmed people uh, as we uh, remember uh, this upcoming uh, feast. Of, uh, of the World Day of the Sick and on uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. Yes, John, and and you know that's what's so special is that um, uh, some people in the past have have said, well, why don't you put more programming in there at three o'clock in the afternoon? And and relevant radio, you know, and and Drew, they were very strong to say, no, three o'clock is the hour of mercy. We're going to pray the chaplet and pray for people. They're going to call in and and share their their needs, their desires, and we're going to pray together. And I think that's just a sign of the commitment that Relevant Radio has uh, to uh, its programming to help people pray together and to support one another in our faith. As Father Rocky has said so many times, the more you pray, the better things go. So uh, praying during that hour of power at 3 uh, p.m. Central is definitely the way to go, and obviously our listeners uh, respond. Father, can you give us your blessing here in anticipation of uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes and the World uh, Day of the Sick? I'm happy to do that, John. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Mother Mary and how she was sent at different times in history to appear to us, to reveal to us the mysteries of our faith, and to be a comfort to us. We thank you for her as we anticipate her feast on Saturday. And when you ask your blessing to come through her, through her intercession, to come upon all of us who are listening and all of Relevant Radio's benefactors, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks so much, Father James Kabicki, our spiritual director. We'll be back with more. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. And welcome back to Morning Air as we continue with day four of our Relevant Radio Gift from the Heart Winter Plans Drive. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in on this Thursday morning. It's great to be with you on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for all your tremendous, generous support. We really do need your help. It is crunch time, as I've been saying, uh, with only today and tomorrow to go. Let's give in honor of the upcoming Feast of Our Lady. 
Lady of Lourdes, our Blessed Mother Mary, who intercedes for us and always points us to her son, Jesus. This is what it's all about. It's all about Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now let's switch gears and talk some football and faith. The countdown to Super Bowl 57 continues as Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles square off with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday in Glendale, Arizona. Who will win the Lombardi Trophy? Both of these outstanding teams are number one seeds and both have records of 14-3. and three. The Chiefs beating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 in a fantastic AFC championship game that went down to the wires. Harrison Butker kicked the game-winning field goal in dramatic fashion. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles routed the injured San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC title game as heard on Westwood One. Third and goal, the snap to Hurts. He tries to crowbar his way in over the guard. Touchdown! Hurts has taken it in. Shoved by his teammates from behind. A one-yard touchdown run by Jalen Hurts. And the Eagles have been the NFC's best team all season long. Zeros on the clock, and they will carry that momentum with big wins in the divisional round against the Giants and here in the championship round against San Francisco all the way to Arizona and Super Bowl 57. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to the Super Bowl again. A convincing 31-7 win over San Francisco. And joining us live from Fairhope, Alabama, for much more on Super Bowl 57 is a very special guest this morning, former NFL quarterback Philip Rivers, who will also share how his devout Catholic faith has impacted his amazing NFL career and his personal life as a husband and as a father of nine children. Philip Rivers is one of the all-time great quarterbacks in the game, 17 years in the NFL, primarily with the San Diego and L.A. Chargers, and his final season with the Indianapolis Colts. He's an eight-time NFL Pro Bowler, retiring fifth on the all-time NFL passing yards and touchdowns list. Since retiring in 2021, Philip Rivers is now the head coach of the St. Michael Catholic High School football team in Fairhope, Alabama. Good morning, Philip. Thanks so much for joining us uh, during this Super Bowl week. Uh, It is great to be with you uh, here on Relevant Radio for the very first time. Good, good morning. Uh, thank, thanks, thanks for having me and for, for the kind introduction. I'm glad to be on with you this morning. Well, it is a joy to be with you. Uh, full disclosure, uh, we had Father Richard Rocha, the chaplain of the Kansas City Chiefs, on yesterday. Uh, so uh, we thought uh, we would be fair and balanced. Uh, I, I sort of have a hint of uh, who you're pulling for in this Super Bowl. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, when uh, I, I'm getting used to this being out of the out of the league retired uh from the nfl so you end up i found at least in the last few years i end up pulling for former teammates or former coaches uh obviously that you know as we know it's built uh, the you know career was based on relationships i mean you had so many great memories and in the games and all those things but you it's about the relationships you built over the course of two decades almost and so um uh, the head coach Nick Sirianni with the Eagles it was was in San Diego. I was with him for three, four, five years as a receiver coach. Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator, I was with two different times with the Chargers. Uh, Jason Michael was a tight end coach with the Chargers, who's also on the Eagles staff. Uh, I, 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 there's a handful more. So 
you you have that connection with those guys, so you uh, you find yourself pulling pulling for them when it comes down to it. Absolutely, uh, the NFL is like one big uh, brotherhood, one big fraternity. So it's going to be very tough uh, not to pull uh, for uh, one of your former coaches, a number of your former coaches, uh, Philip. Uh, as a former NFL quarterback, uh, are, are you looking forward to seeing the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and the Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts? facing each other, two bona fide MVP candidates. Yeah, I tell you, these two guys uh, have both had unbelievable seasons. I think, you know, Jalen obviously had an injury there that slowed him down a little bit that that, that may keep him from winning the MVP, and it's going to be probably be Mahomes. But, uh, you know, winning against Mahomes a handful of times with our time in the same division with uh, your Chargers and Chiefs and the AFC West. But two two – Two really good players. They both were the All-Pro quarterbacks representing this year. They, uh, as you mentioned, both number one seeds. And currently, the both teams have scored the exact same number of points, which is just just crazy. They both have a Kelsey brother. I mean, there's there, there's so many uh, so many parallels. I, th- I think I think they did one thing. I do know. I think they got the two best teams playing in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And, you know, Super Bowl Sunday has really become, and it's been for a while, an unofficial American holiday. What are you looking forward to the most uh, for this upcoming Super Bowl 57? Well, you know, I, I always dreamed of playing in the game and, and, and never never did get there to play in the game. I've never been to the game. I always said the first time I go, I'm going to be playing in it. Well, that, that that's passes by, and that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. But, um we just enjoyed it as a family, you know. Again, you have former coaches, former teammates you played with, and uh, you know it's, it's it's the last it's the last time we'll sit around and watch watch football together, you know, this season. And um, my two sons are, are, are growing up and, and getting older, so that makes that a lot of fun. And, and my girls, they chime in and enjoy it as well. So. Uh, it'll be a fun afternoon. Well, Philip, uh, my partner, Glenn, who's a big uh, Vikings fan, uh, reminded me uh, that you probably would have done really, really well in the flag football game, uh, the new version of the Pro Bowl, since you were an eight-time Pro Bowl. How do you think you would have done? Oh, yeah, I'd have, been all, I'd have been all right in that game. I could still, I could still hang the flag game for sure, <laughs> even being two years out. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's so much to talk about. We want to dive into your career and uh, the, the, the spiritual aspect uh, of uh, your illustrious career and how faith has been such an important part of it. But we need to take a, a real short uh, time out here. Uh, and you know about timeouts, uh, uh, Philip. So we're going to continue our conversation with former NFL great, former quarterback Philip Rivers. So stay with us. We'll be back with more after this miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Another person says, I wrote you about my grandson. I told you that he had a soft spot that had closed too soon and he might have to have skull surgery. Maggie was kind enough to read it on the air on Friday. Remember this one, Maggie? She says uh, he was referred to a neurosurgeon. He had an appointment. She took one look at him and said he's perfectly fine. So we just want to say, praise God, that soft spot was closed, but a skull uh, development was normal. No surgery is necessary. I knew when I heard Maggie read my email that the power of this prayer and the thousands of prayer warriors that were listening, that God was so good that he'd answer my request. I love you guys. Oh my God. Thanks from the bottom of my heart. Sure. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Extra lineman, first and goal, Taylor in. Fake to Taylor, in the end zone, number 400! Mo'Ally Cox is caught, the 400th! 
touchdown pass of Philip Rivers. And the Colts take a lead early in the second. And Rivers is going to throw. And wide open is Hunter Henry. And he'll be in for the touchdown. Rivers looking. Has a man. That's Jackson at the five. Curls towards the end zone. Diving. Touchdown, San Diego. You go play action. All kinds of time for Phillip Rivers to peruse the secondary. Strike by Phillip Rivers. And the Chargers have taken control. Absolutely memorable moments in the long career of our guest, Philip Rivers, a former NFL quarterback, now a high school football coach, a husband and a father of nine. Uh, Philip, uh, welcome back. Oh, thank you. How does it feel to hear some of those highlights uh, from your many, many touchdowns, including uh, number 400? No, they're uh, great memories, great memories. I think... Um... You know, uh, you know, I had a teammate, Ladanian Thompson, who always said we didn't we didn't win a championship, but we had a lot of championship moments and uh, a lot of, a lot of great memories. And um, you know, I just, when even when I hear those highlights, just so many guys start you know flashing through your head and bus ride memories and locker rooms and long days at training camp and um, it was certainly a blessing to uh, be able to live out that that part of my dream for uh, for so many years. Well, I think uh, a blessing is exactly uh, right on. Uh, you have been very blessed uh, during your 17-year NFL career as a quarterback. 63,000 yards passing, over 421 uh, career touchdown passes. Uh, how special was it for you that the good Lord allowed you to uh, – let that dream of playing in the NFL come true. Yeah, just just very thankful, very thankful. I, I I grew up and made a poster when I was in like the fifth grade that said, you know, at that time I I was I, I was an only child. I said I wanted a brother, which I I, I ended up uh, having a brother that's eleven years younger than me, and ended up with a sister too, sixteen years younger. But I wanted a brother. I wanted to play for my dad, which I did. He was my high school football coach, and I wanted to play in the NFL. So. I had to say that uh, you know getting to put a check mark beside all three of those, and and now I'm getting to you know coach my boys uh, and coach high school football and kind of re relive the uh, I guess or redo the you know it's kind of coming full circle now with me coaching and then my boys. I was a dad ball boy and my oldest son will be the quarterback this year, so we're getting to relive it again 30 years later. Um, so yeah, no, it, nothing but nothing but gratefulness uh, for, for for being able to live out those dreams I had when I was a young boy. And to be able to walk in the footsteps of your dad, who was a, a longtime high school football coach. Yeah, no, there's no question. I, I had that past being around all his teams all those years growing up just really uh, was inspiring. And, and to be around the, the young men at that age, uh, you know, that 14 to 18 year old uh, young boy is very formidable age, as we know, and and then getting to do it at a Catholic high school, uh, especially this day and age when it's so hard to intertwine the faith. Now, at being at a Catholic high school, it's a, it's a very part of the fabric of our football program. Certainly, a part of the the mission of the school. So, uh, getting to be at a Catholic high school and coach these young men, and and you know, we talk about it all the time the whole young man, spiritually, physically, emotionally, academically, and and not. If it's just about the football, then we're missing out. And that's what I, I, I have such a passion for, for this, you know, coaching at this level is it's way bigger than the football. You want them to be better men for it uh, when they come out of the program. Philip, uh, in these final moments, can you share with us uh, from the heart what your Catholic faith, uh, the love of our Lord and Our Lady means to you? 
I'm just very thankful, uh, very thankful for my faith. I, you know, I was born and raised Catholic, and you know, I think it started very, very, uh, very simple for me. Was we don't miss mass on Sundays. There was just never an option. And I think receiving the sacraments and 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 that being just that simple obedience was very foundational for me as I grew and my faith became my own. Uh, my wife Tiffany and I have almost been married 22 years. She was a convert to the faith, so she was very inquisitive and that even strengthened my faith and our our bond and and relationship was built on christ and um and then you know i think just staying grounded in the sacraments grounded in the sacraments you hear about the faith family football and it can become cliche but i you know again shoot i've failed many times but you get back up again and, and again stay grounded in the sacraments and uh just very thankful for our family closeness and certainly it being centered on our faith uh, and you mentioned Our Lady. I was born on December 8th. Of course, the Feast of Immaculate Conception. So I've certainly felt her uh, love and uh, and blessings uh, and intercessions over the years. My oldest son is born on February 11th, coming up here, Our Lady of Lords. So just uh, you mentioned all the blessings. We could talk about the football in forever, but I think uh, just the blessings from God and our family and our faith uh, would certainly uh, supersede those uh, by a long shot. Well, I so much appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us uh, this morning to, to share your, your love of our Lord and our Lady and your Catholic faith and to talk a little football. Uh, Ten seconds. Final thought on the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a really good game. Neither one of these teams, I don't, I don't think, can handle uh, are, are capable of blowing the other one out. I'm going to say Eagles 31-30. Uh, you heard it. A close game. Thanks so much, uh, Philip, for, for being with us. Really appreciate it. God bless you uh, in everything you do. Thank you, John. Y'all have a great day. You too. That was eight-time NFL Pro Bowl former quarterback Philip Rivers, one of the all-time great QBs, a devout Catholic, father of nine children with us here on Morning Air. And now it's time for yet another episode of Glenn Story Corner. For the Pledge Drive, our story today, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Once there was a tree, and she loved a little boy. Every day the boy would come and he'd gather her leaves and make them into crowns and play king of the forest. He'd climb up her trunk and swing from her branches and eat apples. They'd play hide-and-go-seek, and when he was tired, he'd sleep in her shade. And the boy loved the tree very much, and the tree was happy. But time went by and the boy grew older, and the tree was often alone. One day the boy came to the tree, and the tree said, Come, boy, come climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and eat apples and play in my shade and be happy. I'm too big to climb and play, said the boy. I want to buy things and have fun. I want some money. I'm sorry, said the tree, but I have no money. I only have leaves and apples. Take my apples, boy, and sell them in the city. Then you'll have money and you'll be happy. So the boy climbed up the tree and gathered her apples and carried them away. And the tree was happy. The boy stayed away for a long time, and the tree was sad. And then one day the boy came back, and the tree shook with joy. She said, Come, boy, climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and be happy. I'm too busy to climb trees, said the boy. I want a house to keep me warm, he said. I want a wife, and I want children, so I need a house. Can you give me a house? I have no house, said the tree. The forest is my house, but you may cut off my branches and build a house. Then you'll be happy. So the boy cut off her branches and carried them away, to build his house, and the tree was happy. But the boy stayed away for a long time, and when he came back, the tree was so happy, she could hardly speak. Come, boy, she whispered, come and play. I'm too old and sad to play, said the boy. 
I want a boat that'll take me far away from here. Can you give me a boat? Well, cut down my trunk and make a boat, said the tree. Then you can sail away and be happy. And so the boy cut down her trunk and made a boat and sailed away. And the tree was happy, but not really. After a long time, the boy came back again. I'm sorry, boy, said the tree, but I have nothing left to give you. My apples are gone. My teeth are too weak for apples, said the boy. My branches are gone, said the tree. You cannot swing on them. I'm too old to swing on branches, said the boy. My trunk is gone, said the tree. You cannot climb. I'm too tired to climb, said the boy. I'm sorry, sighed the tree. I wish I could give you something, but I have nothing left. I'm just an old stump. I'm sorry. I don't need very much now, said the boy. Just a quiet place to sit and rest. I'm very tired. Well, said the tree, straightening herself up as much as she could. Well, an old stump is good for sitting and resting. Come, boy, sit down. Sit down and rest. And the boy did, and the tree was happy. Matthew six nineteen through 21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Thanks so much, Glenn. There your heart will be also. It's all about the heart, folks. That's what it's all about. In fact, in this month of February, let's open our hearts and let's honor the upcoming feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, uh, our Blessed Mother Mary, the Mother of God, by praying the family rosary across America with Father Rocky, 7 p.m. Central tonight and every night of the week here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The family rosary across America, the happiest half hour of your day, as Father Rocky says every night. Stay with us. More of the Relevant Radio. Give from the heart. Winter Pledge Drive continues here in a moment. The Patrick Madrid Show will be coming up shortly at the top of the hour. Stay with us. We need your help. Please open your heart. The Lord is speaking to you. Today is the day. This is the hour to give to Relevant Radio. 